0: These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with a beach. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cossman and iHeartRadio podcast.
1: We're missing some gold because Jana's making fun of our producer Mark's fan. No, I'm not making and, fun of him. I background. just,
0: you know, we're all recording from our homes and I just have like really grown to love Mark's ceiling fan. And I think it's a guy thing. Like, I think it's a it's a parent and, and, and guy thing. Like, guys love ceiling fans.
1: Do you think it's... I don't know if it's a guy thing. I know... I Mark, think it's a parent thing. Mark, to your defense...
0: It is It wasn't thing. until
1: Jana and I got together that she was like, whoa, 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 ceiling fans? I was like, yeah, <laughs> of course ceiling fans. And she's like, uh, people don't do that.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, people don't do that, but it's you practical. don't see ceiling fans in houses now, really. They're more in like your parents' house.
1: No, I mean, you have definitely conditioned me where now I'm Judgy McJedgerson. I'm like, ugh, how dare you? <laughs> ceiling fan
0: (laughs) like i get it for like outside and stuff you know i love a good ceiling fan outside on the screen and porch defend your fan mark
2: my wife is the strongest proponent of ceiling fans i've ever met she has them all over the house she loves it because she's always a little warm so it keeps the room cool Mm. so what replaces them in modern houses
0: air conditioning (laughs) we have that too
2: but it doesn't circulate as well if you don't have the ceiling fan
0: I mean, I get a that. super expensive
1: chandelier like Jana wants in every room.
0: Chandelier.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I just think, you know, I, I love the look of a chandelier versus a fan in a room, like especially like a master or but I get it. Like, I think that I think what some fans are kind of cool, like in a, if you have really tall ceilings, like those living room fans from, you know, those are kind of cool. But I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Easton, what do you think about ceiling fans?
3: I hate them. I hate them more than anything. We took them out as soon as we moved into this beautiful home. It was the biggest blemish on this work of art. That's our our first home we bought together. We ripped those things out with prejudice. Took them out.
0: <laughs> and why do you not like them so much? I would like to. This, I feel like, by the way, this podcast is like a Seinfeld episode. We just talk about the most uh, random things sometimes. Costco and ceiling fans. <laughs>
3: Uh, you know, for being called a ceiling fan, I'm not a fan of them. No, uh, it's, they're, uh, here's what I don't like about them. Here's my beef with the ceiling fan. I never know when they're on or off. They're always going at a weird speed. I never know if I've turned them on already. Uh, and I feel like, yes, they do circulate air like, like fine, but I feel like our AC does just as good of a job. It doesn't look as bad. We can get much cuter lights. Uh, there's, I mean, this was a ceiling fan at one point. Now it's, you can't tell on the webcam, but it's a giant glowing orb now. <laughs> but uh, it's, I don't know. I just feel like it limits you in the light department.
0: I, what I would have to agree. And Mark, you know what? I, I'm sorry if you're if you're the odd man out here, but I'm sure there's a lot of people on here that are on your side, are on on team fan.
2: There's two chains. One is for the light, and one is for the fan. And I have never in my life guessed correctly. Right, <laughs> never. I will agree
1: with that.
0: It's so true. Oh, for one thousand! It's so yep. true, Mark. That is the most accurate thing ever. Because it's like, then you're like, cat, 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 just like, to you're at
1: like all right, it's the one closest to the door. Next time, damn it! <laughs> well, welcome to another episode of wind Down with uh, janna Kramer and Michael Cawson. That's how we start.
0: So... i love your welcomes. It's just cute. um okay. Yeah. No. I. I. Anyways, fans. What else were we talking about when we started this?
1: Um reading some of our book
0: oh yeah yeah i think we should oh costco a little what happened
1: it's just jana i just got home literally walked in the door five minutes ago from costco and jana asked me how it was and i was kind of out of breath i'm just like costco is overwhelming it's just i feel like my head's on a swivel the whole time Mm -hmm. nothing's in the same place the the things that jana asked me to get are like the smallest things (laughs) that are possibly in costco like vitamin c gummies you know, if I go to Publix or Whole Foods, I know exactly where they are. Go to Costco. See, needle this is kind in the of haystack. my
0: why do we have? Because I kind of fought you on the membership. Because I don't think we need the membership because we only get two things from Costco: these Annie's cheddar puffs that are which they so- didn't have. So what? <laughs> <laughs> are you serious?
1: I looked high, low, left, right, up, down. I mean, I looked everywhere. That's the thing with Costco; it's a needle in a haystack. But they may have stopped selling needles. Yes, 100%.
0: See, that's so frustrating. That's the only reason I really wanted you to go there. And then to get...
1: The chicken nuggets.
0: The chicken nuggets that we like from there. But like, why are we paying that much money for it's two not things? It's that
1: much money. It's like $120 a year.
0: To me, that's... See, a so year. Michael and I have a this year. thing. It, but that's still money that we're not using. Like, it just bothers me. I don't like it. <laughs> this is where I go. i you know. I'm just saying. I did get
1: like a 20-pound brisket that I'm going to cook because I made that one last week and it was amazing. Mm. And what else did I get? Oh, remember when we first went to Costco and I was complaining, even on the Instagram about chicken bakes.
0: Yes. And I was like,
1: this is like really the only reason I wanted to become a member was to get a chicken bake that you get at the little food place after you check out. Well, to my surprise, I'm standing in line. I look up, (gasps) there it is.
0: What? It's, it's on the menu. It's again? back. Wow, gripping.
1: So this little three ninety nine piece of heaven, I go to the kiosk, I order one, put the groceries in the car, I'm ready to take a big old bite of this thing. Take a big old bite. It tasted like it's been marinating in the ocean water <laughs> for 60 days. Salt. Just... <laughs> 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 like, I couldn't get home fast enough to get something to drink because I had nothing in the car. I was like, this is not what I remembered when I was 10 and going to Costco with my parents. Did you eat it? I ate half of it, and I was like, I can't even do this.
0: Oh, that's so nasty. Yeah. So. Interesting.
1: Anyways, that was my morning. Um,
0: huh.
1: Huh. But I did want to start this episode off with a more sentimental note until we got got into it, shots fired, <laughs> shooting at Mark and talking about Costco. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sentimental?
1: Yeah. Or just, I think it's a good setup for stuff that we may read about our book.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Mike, you said you wanted to bring something up that was like sentimental, I think.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Amidst laughter. Um, (laughs) No, I think it's, you know, sometimes we get away from some relational stuff on here besides emails or uh, DMs that we bring up. But I think it's important, you know, because our whole thing is talking about stuff we deal with and being open and everything. And. I was just driving around town today, and you know, there's some physical triggers around town where it's just like emotional for me, where it's, man, I remember staying in this hotel when shit went down, and you know, thinking my life was over, and our marriage was over, and our family was over, and you know, and then thinking about all the negative things that I've done to to hurt you, and to hurt this family, and I think, my point is, you know, I tr- I try to do a good job. I need to do better at acknowledging these things. Doesn't have to be on a on a super regular basis, but at least bring them to your attention to let you know that I am thinking of them, that I'm not just moved on past them and everything's fine and there's no worry in the world and it's just normal, you know. But I am sorry for creating you know that environment and these feelings that we have around whether it's physical triggers or just emotional triggers or whatever it is because i know it's hard to you know to be married to me i know it's hard to be married to someone who's caused you hurt and pain no matter what the situation for anybody and so i just think my suggestion suggestion to couples or people in coupleship listening to this is just lean into your partner about things that you might have done to harm them or harm your relationship even if it's not as obviously not as deep as our wounds but something surface level where a a fight you had recently and just even if you feel like it's been resolved go back and just own your part again or something Mm -hmm. you know just because that just Anytime I do that to you, you just, you affirm me how much that means to you that, cause then you don't feel, I I can't speak for you, but usually what you tell me is that then then you don't feel alone and like mm-hmm. the feelings that you feel and stuff. So no, I just felt myself like getting emotional when I was driving home, I've just, fortunately it wasn't much shame, it was just pain. It was just like, damn, like it sucks that I caused this, you know? sucks that we have to feel us sucks that we have to deal with some of the issues that we deal with but you know so I just want to come home and tell you that and just in gratitude that I'm thankful that we're doing what we're doing
0: thank you for sharing yeah. I appreciate it and it does help you know because sometimes <clears throat> contrary to what may some people may say like I don't bring it up every day how I feel it mm-hmm. you know and sometimes I don't talk about it for weeks and I think when knowing that like you also recognize a pain it's nice to know that like I'm not alone in certain pains some days Mm -hmm. so that's a nice so I really appreciate that for sure we never talked about it but I'm curious if you would share on here (laughs) did you ever figure out your man period Oh. (laughs) (laughs) so not to like make like fun of it but like the other day um, Michael was like, I think I'm on my man period.
1: So I have a name for it. Oh, okay. Which my therapist called it. Manopause? No. <laughs> uh, It's my, my comma.
0: My comma?
1: You guys have periods. Oh, men have commas.
0: Oh, interesting. Because <laughs> so. it was just so like, you know, because I could tell that you were in a little... You were just quieter that day, and you know you were kind of teary-eyed when you were t- telling me. You're like, I don't know, but I just feel like I'm on my period. But I like it. You're, 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 you're on your comma. Mm-hmm. So what is a comma?
1: It's the male version of the period. Just sometimes you just have those days that just emotionally hits you. You don't know why.
0: So there wasn't anything under it.
1: Uh, not that you could put your finger on it was, you know. uh Issues that are there always. Mm -hmm. But I think it was just just one of those days I just, as sad as this sounds, (laughs) it was just one of those days it was was hard being me. Describe. Because of like my pain and shame, Mm -hmm. guilt, of things that I've done, of things I haven't done, Mm -hmm. of just... Where it's just like most of your, so
0: like you took it on, you wore that.
1: Yeah, like I wore yeah. it, mm-hmm. like instead of just powering through or like I usually do, or it not affecting me, or it being a fleeting thought, or whatever. You know me, I'm I'm naturally an optimistic, positive person, mm-hmm. so it was just, I don't know, it was just one of those days I just couldn't.
0: You tried it out and you and and you you let it hang on you. Yeah. You wore yeah you wore it.
1: Yeah, so I mean, everyone has. Can have those days, and where it's just, I'm sure to to some people, it makes a lot of sense how I say it's just hard being me. Like, you know, to some people, it might not make sense, Hmm. like, if they say that to themselves. Hmm. But some can sit there and be like, yeah, it is hard being me today for whatever reason because of stresses, because of responsibilities, because of
0: depression, anxiety,
1: depression, anxiety, clinical issues, addiction, whatever it is, it's just something. They, we're all allowed to have that. We're all allowed to have that day. Now, you don't want to stay in it because then there's more issues around that. How
0: long is your man, comma?
1: It was just that day. Just that day. Yeah, like, I'm good now. You know.
0: Do you guys have a, a comma? Do you guys have comma days?
2: I've never thought of it that way. I, I definitely have days where my emotions are closer to the surface than usual. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm guessing that's what he's talking about. I don't know if it's monthly. I don't know if it's for a few days at a time. But I definitely have days like that. And then I've had days during this pandemic where I feel, you know, most days you get up, you do your thing. But some days I'm just like, oh, man, I, how long is this going to go on? Where you just have a harder time than other days. And maybe that's part of it, too. Mm-hmm. And there are days when, um, like Mike was saying, that Shame or guilt for anything you've done wrong in the past is just on your mind for whatever reason all day long and you're having trouble shaking it. And then the next morning you, you move on from it. But there are days like that. So maybe that's the comma.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Easton, do you have a period or a comma?
3: <laughs> well, Easton's a man.
0: <laughs> oh, you know. Some may be more heavier than others.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I have a heavy flow, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah. I I don't know. It's, it's infrequent, but it does happen. I'm pretty, um, uh, I think I'm pretty even keeled most of the time, but yeah, there's a lot of times where I, uh, you know, I, my mind goes to weird places and, uh, and I think it affects, uh, how I like how I treat other people that day. And, and that's, you know, that's something I try to try to change because that's not cool for my spouse, (laughs) but, um, you know, I, I, it, yeah, that that definitely happens. I like that term comma. That's fine. Or uh, a semicolon is something I'd get. I'd say <laughs> underrated punctuation. A little bit of
0: both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. It's um, it is interesting too, and I feel like almost the timing of your comma was, you know, the night before we had like a conspiracy theory party, where I wouldn't say party, but like just a get together with friends, and we, you know, just kind of had talked about things, and it started to just. I mean, I know some of the conversations we were having about anti vaxxers versus vaccinations and, you know, and just other things that like you've always thought. And then someone's being like, well, here's this and having that debate. And then you just kind of like go to bed and you're like, has everything I've learned the last 36 years of my life a lie? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and just trying to differentiate between that. I, I figure I make up that that could cause like the heaviness as well the next day.
1: Well, for sure. Especially when we, touched on topics like you know the Epstein Island and Pizzagate and the Wayfair stuff and it's just I mean you saw me getting animated where it's just and again all of this was just we we're just having healthy conversation with like three other couples mm-hmm. and it was just we're all close friends so no one's taking it personal or, or debating we're just sharing our our beliefs or thoughts or whatever it was just it was interesting but when it comes to the kids stuff it just it I it just it just gets me yeah you know what i mean it just it absolutely destroys me internally and I, it's like i'm naive where i want to believe that there's humanity is better than that overall mm-hmm. but the fact that yeah there's so many people involved with all that it just it just makes me it made me sick
0: mm-hmm. well moving on um let's get on to some other topics but let's first take a break
4: So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store.
0: You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom... We cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code JANA at twc.health slash Jana. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
1: Hey, Mark, do we have any emails?
2: We do have emails. One actually mentions me by name, which is very nice. Let's definitely do that one. All right. It's from anonymous. She says, "I'm pregnant and due soon with my second child. This pregnancy has been a struggle with so much with so much anxiety surrounding the pandemic. We haven't seen our own parents, who all live pretty close by. I thought by the time I was ready to give birth, that we'd be in better shape, but it seems to have gotten worse for us here in Florida. One of my concerns is having or possibly not having visitors when we come home from the hospital." I don't know how my parents or siblings would take it if we decided to keep my family away for a certain amount of time. Do I give a specific time frame, play it by ear, as to when we feel comfortable, allow them to come over with masks on, or just allow them to come over and hope for the best? I don't know if my reaction to want some time is a bit over the top or more of a normal reaction during a pandemic. I'd love to get some input, and I'm curious to know what Mark has to say.
1: Did she say this is their second child? Yes. And they live away from them.
2: Yeah, but not terribly far away from them. I
0: mean, Mark, I would like to know what you think.
2: Yeah. I I think there's a way to do this. I think it would be... um, Here's the problem is, there's a major spectrum of how people tackle the pandemic. And it's not just uh, the people who say it's all a hoax versus the people who never leave their house. There's everything in between as well. Mm -hmm. And if you are farther towards the careful side you're gonna be made fun of by the people that are closer towards the other side. No matter where each of you fall on the spectrum, it seems like people roll their eyes. Even if you're wearing a mask everywhere you go, the person with the face shield, you roll their eyes at them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like You judge everyone else on the spectrum. So if you say to your parents or your husband's parents, you cannot come over and see the newborn, I'm not comfortable, they're not gonna be happy with that. But I think there is a safe way to do it. I think if you do it in your yard, if you do it outside, and there are masks, I think it will be fine. I do think that that's the new world we live in, that we can go to restaurants, but it has to be outside and in masks. My daughters can go to dance class, but it has to be outside and in masks. So that's the world now. And I think that, I don't think that's dangerous. I think you're gonna be okay. And yeah, they might not be thrilled about it, but it's better than not seeing their new grandchild.
1: Honey? I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean- I mean, I agree. It's it's a spectrum. and the thing is is ultimately comes down to her and her husband, what they feel most comfortable with. Like I would never want someone to fault us for being like that. But at the same time when it's your family and you're not in a different state and you still see them from time to time, they're still in your circle of people you see on a regular basis. Now you don't want the brand new friends you just met to come over and see them, but if it's the people you see on a more regular basis, I don't see the issue.
0: I already agree. All right. I got something good from our book that I want to read.
1: Yeah. What you got? Where okay. is it? Where, where is it at? What, um,
0: what so I'm going to only read some of it because I want you guys to finish it. Um, I'll stop and then I'll show you where to pick up. All right. Okay? What, what page is it? Page 33. Okay. So, again, I'm only giving, and there's something so juicy that we have not told anybody after this part But I'm going to read you the beforehand to get you hooked, and then you're going to go on Amazon or com and get the book. Here we go. I remember when I heard your side of the street in therapy, I quickly replied, oh, my side of the street is shiny and clean. Thank you. Next. <laughs> It's easy as hell to point the finger at the other person, and I did it for years with Mike. I would always think, well, he's the one who f***ed up, so why do I need to look on my side of the street when I've done nothing wrong? It's a very narrow-minded response, I know. And and even though, yes, I technically did nothing wrong to cause his affairs, how I handled our repair is now part of my side of the street. You can play the blame game and point fingers for only so long, but this realization was slightly annoying for me at first and took some time, but I knew the marriage wouldn't work out if I didn't put the pointer finger away and start cleaning my side of the street. So how did I do that? What does that look like like in action and how did it make me feel? How did it help us? Well, for me, this happened while I was doing Dancing with the Stars, which began only a few weeks after we separated. Mike was in rehab, and I was in an all-out war with my emotions. Most days, I would push Mike out of my brain and try to live in the world as if he didn't exist. Other days, I was too weak to push, and I missed him, and I hoped he would be in the audience watching me perform, rooting for me. Regardless of how I was feeling, whenever he would call me from rehab, I would lash out at him, tell him I didn't want anything to do with him. I would hang up and realize that I had no idea what direction my life was headed in or what I should do. The only times that gave me calm was when I looked at our baby girl. I knew that regardless of the outcome, I wanted the best for her. One night, we've never shared this. One night, immediately after I'd finished doing the jive on the show, my manager, Catherine, sat me me down and said, Mike filed for divorce. I thought, he did what? I called him screaming. How could you file for divorce? That's what I'm supposed to do. How dare you? He replied with, Janna, you won't let me see our daughter. It's true. When he had called asking to see her, as it had already been two months since their last visit, I was so desperate to keep close to me the one thing that brought me calm, that even though I knew it was wrong and would hurt him, I said he couldn't see her until I finished filming, which could take a month. Suddenly, thinking about raising our daughter separately, and the beginning of separate parenting, separate holidays, separate everything, a voice in my head finally spoke up in defense of this man and our marriage, and Jolie. I knew what I wanted. No, I said to him, I want to try. And then from there, I go into other things that I had to own, that I did wrong, um, that I needed to own, and stuff that I still don't wanna say on the mic yet. So (laughs) I really encourage y'all to buy the book Mm. because that's the only way you're gonna hear it. Uh, Michael, would you like to do the rebuttal of that part? Yeah. The mic part, there were so many days
1: absolutely
0: Okay.
1: there's so many days during the first year of our reconciliation after discovery of my affairs when we thought what the fuck is going on honestly most days were like that we said so many hurtful things during those dog days especially me unfortunately when I began to get defensive and go into a place of shame my initial reaction is to get mean and nasty when verbally fighting back which which is absolutely the last thing Jana deserves after what I have already put her through Needless to say, so many days were filled with pain, hurt, sadness, and despair. There isn't an adjective in the English dictionary that describes how hard it was or how unattainable that so-called light at the end of the tunnel seemed. But even throughout those days of misery, we were both still there. We both continued to show up, despite the fact that all it would take to end that pain was a signature at the bottom of divorce papers. We just kept showing up. But the more therapy we went to the more tools we learned and began practicing with one another and the more we saw that light that once seemed unattainable that's how we knew it was all worth it it was never an aha moment it was about getting down and dirty with one another trudging through the darkest time of our lives nowhere was dirtier during those days than my side of the street and like every act of serious deep cleaning sometimes it could be daunting in my case some days it was daunting to the point of paralysis but the promise of keeping my side of the street clean was ultimately the reason I was able to stay. Now, some of you may scoff at my saying that <laughs> I chose to stay. Some of you are probably thinking, he was the one who fucked up. Why would he consider not staying? I get it, and Janet even said that to me a time or two, but it takes work on the part of both people to make a relationship worthwhile.
0: Bam! Go get your book. Mark, are you so excited for all the juicy details that are to come? That's pretty good. Um, pretty good stuff.
2: JadenLake.com. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I'll never forget when that happened. I was so...
1: That call when you called me?
0: Oh, I was furious. And you're like, well, it's just like... It's just, you know, it, we can always go... I was like, "Need don't understand. If I if I now, like, and uh, put it in papers, too, I was like, it's done. There's no going back. Like... My lawyer wouldn't have it. Like we would, we would just go for it.
1: And I like, was like, I want to see my daughter. It's been seventy days.
0: Well, you could have called me and told me. That I tried. You, you kept hanging up
1: and motherfucking me.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. Next time you could have been like, if you don't like you, I would have liked the threat, and no, I would have been
1: no, like, okay, fine. No, the, the threat. No, you wouldn't even take my calls, so I didn't. I couldn't even get the threat across. Oh, woof. And then go ahead
2: when she called when she said i want to try what was your reaction like was it relief was it excitement or was it um... she
1: didn't say that she said it to herself
0: she was so what no no, what what i said to him i was like you have to reverse it if you do not reverse this divorce right now like you do not understand i'm gonna have to like because my lawyer was like you need to file now and i was like and and my friend Catherine was just like, but isn't this what you want? And I'm like, I don't know what I want. Like, I don't know. I just know that I don't want to make such a like a rash decision. And if he files, then I have to like counterfile and I'm like I just need him to just stop and like reverse this. And he's like, Well, I can't reverse it. And I'm like, then then we're done. And he's like, Well, what do you want? And I'm like, I, I, I just need more time. Like and that was like mm-hmm. honestly what I needed in that moment. I was like, I like just reverse it and then we can sit and talk. Cause I haven't I hadn't seen him face to face. I'm like, it just was like if you do this now, we are done. So if, if you go forward with this, tomorrow morning there will be a, a, a reverse like there will be me counters divorcing you and we are done. And he's like, well, we can take it off the table. I was like, you don't understand. there's you can't take that off. When I'm when I file, it's done. And right, so, but legally
1: you can take it off the table. You but can, my point, but like
0: then you know it's, it's not a, like it's the, like
1: oh you are filed it's
0: but, sorry. but the papers and like you don't get it, like you don't get the like the the weight of all that stuff. Like it's just for me, it's just like it's 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 emotionally like like don't do that. Like let's just take I wasn't, it off. I
1: wasn't doing it as a game. I was just forcing your hand. I was just like, all right, if you're not going to let me see my daughter, I need to do what I need to do to protect myself and see her. Well. And, and I would you know, have liked Jan-
0: the call before. Jana
1: even goes, well, if you really wanted to see her, you'd have shown up. <laughs> and she was in LA. I was like, really? I was like, you won't even take my phone call or text message. And you just want me to surprise. I show mean, up across I get the it. Country? I just
0: would have liked him more of a, a like, hey, I'm going to file if you don't let me see," And I'd have been like, OK, 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 OK. No,
1: you wouldn't have. You would have been like. If you
0: said you were going to file 1000 percent because that's not what I wanted. You I wouldn't believe me.
1: It. You wouldn't believe me. And you would have been like. F you, you don't get to file. I'll file.
0: Well, I probably would have done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I know you. That's probably true. Yeah. where I was at then, yeah, sure.
1: You know what? I don't think I've. I'm. I don't know if I shared this on here or not. I don't know. So, you reading that stuff when you are talking about Dancing in the Stars? Reminded me of this sad, sad memory. Of that, and it was when it was. Uh, when was it that you guys danced at the Grove? Mm-hmm. Were you already voted off? I was or? voted
0: off. It was that. That was the finale, and that I was, was singing.
1: F- right, that was it. So, oh, that hurts my heart too.
0: I know. Yeah.
1: So at that point, mm-hmm. I was in LA with them. It was the finale. I'd gone. You had me at one show.
0: The show that we royally messed up on the semifinals, where I like fell, Glub fell
1: yeah <laughs> glove was glove was nervous
0: oh Jesus
1: the man was back <laughs> no um it's uh it was yeah it was a finale, and you know you had some of your girlfriends there and like your f- former music manager and stuff like that, and they were all with you, and I was just kinda that whole time I was just uncomfortable being there anyway around mm-hmm. you and around your people and stuff, so they all were like inside the gates at the grove like with you i was not so i'm at the grove trying to find a space to watch i'm at that uh that italian restaurant there on the corner right by where the fountain is where they put the stage and i'm like trying to find a place to get close and see her and so i go upstairs to this like second floor balcony that kind of overlooks it and i was like oh this is a perfect spot i'll just kind of stand here in this corner and this guy that's I don't know, working security or something comes over to me and he's like, Hey, this is like a private party up here. You can't be up here. And I was like, I'm sorry to like intrude. I was like, my wife is going to sing. She's right down there. Like she's going to sing. Like, I, you know, I just want to get the spot to watch her. And he was like, no, 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 like you can't be up here. I was like, I get it. But my wife, he's like, if that was your wife, you would be down there. Mm. And I was just like, Ugh. and so I, I, Just walked away. I went downstairs and I just left the grove. I was just, I just walked till I met you, till you guys were done and I met you guys back at your trailer. I was able to get back around there. But just having that guy look at me like I was just so small and just insignificant as like a person, not like stature, but just as a person, just being like, dude, you're a fucking joke. Like, if that was your wife, you would be down there. And I was just like, (laughs) I felt like I was an inch tall.
0: Mm, I'm sorry Well,
1: no, I mean it's you know it's just one of those memories
0: <sighs> well yeah but life look at us now we've got a book it's coming out <laughs> we're together we're fighting the good fight <laughs> that's right
1: baby <laughs>
4: So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at
0: Macy's.com or in-store. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom... We cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code JANA at twc.health slash Jana. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Mark, will you, will you read us an email?
2: Sure, this is also anonymous. My boyfriend and I have been together for just over a year. When we started dating, we both knew I was moving to Australia to do my master's degree in February of 21. We moved in together after six months of dating because it was important to me to know that how that would go before we decided if he was going to come with me. This entire time, he has been unwavering, saying he is coming with me to Australia. However, it's now time for us to start getting things paid for and sorted out, and he has informed me that he has not started saving. I laid out his expenses for him months ago, but didn't want to go so far as policing his finances for him. He makes twice as much as me. I've been laid off because of COVID. I'm going to have tuition on top of other expenses, and I'm ready. So why isn't he? Is it wrong that I'm frustrated and questioning our future because of this?
1: No.
0: No. <laughs> I don't think so at all. I think that's something you you have to do. I think it's a conversation that, you know, we have. I think, I think a lot of marriages have conversations about money and budgets and every respect. And yeah, I think every marriage, I think that's healthy to have that. And I don't think that's, I think that's um, a conversation that, you know, needs to have so that you guys are on the same page because you don't want that to, that's a, that's a shows kind of his value of, of the dollar and everything too.
1: Yeah. It's, it's almost like it was a, a genuine test in this like in this situation of how he would be with finances not forever but in the foreseeable future because if she just said out of responsibility hey this is what we need to do she even laid it out for him hey if you're really serious about this like let's this is what we need to do to make it happen and he just don't pay any attention to it i'd be like
0: "Mm." oh well and i think too it's like don't just like be like i can't do this i'm done but just have more of a conversation around it too to be like hey this kind of bothered me and frustrated me, and I'm a little concerned.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure.
0: And I think that's, you know, and then kind of see his reaction too. Mark, what do you think?
2: I think he's scared. I think this is a major thing to move to Australia with a person Mm -hmm. after dating for a year. And I think that on the surface, he's gung-ho about it, but deep down inside, he's really scared, and not saving money is his way of getting out of it. Mm -hmm. And that may even be subconscious for him. He may not realize it, but not doing anything, anything for it, is going to get him out of this and not have to blame himself somehow on a deeper level. I don't know, but this is his escape route. I would plan on going without him because I don't think this is going to happen because I, he's he's very afraid of doing this. It might just be typical male commitment fear. Cuz if you go to Australia together, that doesn't end it either ends with marriage or it ends horribly. So,
1: I think that scares him.
0: I mean, that's a really good point, but I also as the girl, I'm like, "No!" No, 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 she's like her heart's gonna be broken when she hears this.
1: The wise words of Uncle Mark, I have to agree with him.
0: But I still think there should be a conversation. No, and
1: there should be he a conversation. maybe you can com- bring this
0: up, like do you not wanna come? Like is this something where like you're you're dragging your feet because maybe subconsciously you don't wanna come? Which maybe she can bring that into the conversation because when you said that, I was like, oh yeah. But then I'm like, as the girl listening, I'm like no, 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 he's no, no, pro He's
1: prolonging the heartbreak. But he's kicking the like can. I-
2: yeah, he is. It reminds me of when I moved to L.A. and, and my wife and I had a very sad um, parting, but we never said we're breaking up. We never said we're staying together. I left and we kept in touch. Mm-hmm. And then she said, hey, I'm moving out there. Mm-hmm. And it scared the hell out of me mm-hmm. because I knew two choices. Mm-hmm. We get married or it's a horrible ending. She's 19 and moving across the country to be with me and her parents are all weird about it. Like it was not going to end well or mm-hmm. we were going to get married. And when you're that early in a relationship, that's a really scary two options. yeah. Wow. She ended up coming and it's worked out just great because we've been (laughs) together 23 years. Wow. Y'all
0: are good. But I I feel like that puts a lot of pressure on you too. Like if if someone moved out for me, like, I mean, I remember talking to my high school sweetheart about it when I lived in California. I almost felt like a responsibility that like I would have to then stay with him because I'm the reason that he would have moved out to California. So then I would have like maybe stayed with him longer because I felt bad that I relocated him, and now that that yeah. sucks too for that person.
1: Well, just mm-hmm. just like when I moved to Nashville for you, you Jana was trying to pimp me out to every uh, like boyfriend or husband, all of her girlfriends. Like anytime time, oh, get each other's numbers. Do you like golf? Oh, he likes golf. Do you like this? Do you like? And I'm just like honey. Like, it'll happen, like, platonically. Like, you can't just be like, take my number. Take take his number. Take his number. Okay. No, I want to see you. You know, it's awkward when guys, like, get each other's number. I don't know why. It just kind of is sometimes. And Jan's like, sitting there watching us to make sure we get each other's number. And it's like, okay.
0: I just wanted you to have friends.
1: I know. But that's what I'm saying. To your point, you took on the responsibility. It's like, my hap, my happiness, you made your responsibility because someone moved, moved somewhere for you. True. So I could see how that is a lot of pressure on the person... That's, you know, the inspiration for someone to move.
0: How are you with finances, Mark, in the family, I'm, in your relationship? I'm good.
2: I'm the one that does all that stuff.
0: You are. So do you get upset ch- with your spouse them, if, like, she overspends? Like, do you guys have a limit? Like, what's your...
2: No, she's very good about that, too. She, I mean, she's the, she's the one that buys everything because she, you know, with the kids and everything else. So I make it, she spends it, which is kind of the stereotype, but it's kind of how it worked out for us. But it's fi- I trust I trust that she's not just gonna she's not wasteful she's not she's never been one to blow five hundred bucks on a bag you know that sort of thing she's very uh, very frugal with that sort of things so I actually have to encourage her like it's okay let's spend some money it's fine we haven't done anything we haven't gone on a vacation in forever we have a savings account let's spend some of it so it's actually a pretty good balance
0: that's good
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at me I don't
0: know
1: <laughs> let's talk about it
0: Uh do we. <laughs>
1: Julie, Mark, Jana, Jana,
0: and we can talk about the golf situation. I would actually love to bring that up. Yes, with Mark. Yes, so please, I would love to bring this up. So I
1: would love to bring this up.
0: Okay. Um. So
2: Uh-oh. am I going to be the judge here? Yes, wow.
0: you are. So judge Mark, J. I Michael has always wanted to be in a golf club. Okay, he wanted to be in a golf club. And, yeah. Is that the word? <laughs> membership, golf membership. That is word. that right? Okay. Is that better? Oh,
2: like a a country club. A country club.
0: And so, you know, he always wanted to, to join one. And he comes home one day and he had joined a membership. And he makes all these, you know, he says all these things like, well, it was not as much as this place and it's this much, you know, for the initiation and then it's $300 every month. And I'm like... Well, I, you know, I wasn't super hurt. thrilled with the fact that he just like went out and did it and we didn't have like a, you know, he had said he had mentioned it, but I'm like, okay. But like, there wasn't like a real, like, this is what it is. And it's like, you just went and you did it without having a conversation. So that's always kind of like,
1: I filled out the paperwork and then came home to have the conversation.
0: But okay. So, you, okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so he's been at the club, how, the membership, how many, how, how long? Like a year? A year. Okay. So we've been spending, so he put he, the initiation, which you always have to do. And every month is $300. Ask me how many times he has golfed in the last year, Mark.
2: Jana, how many times has Michael golfed in the last year?
0: Well, Mark, I would have to say at that club, five times.
1: <laughs> I've golfed five times in the past six weeks.
0: You there. just started doing that. Okay, so let's. I'm not counting the last. I'm sorry. Month.
1: During the beginning of the pandemic, I really uh, didn't want that, to risk my that, family's I'm life by going to play selfishly play golf. But what, that's just me. Who am I? I'm a
2: terrible Michael, guy.
0: I have got the floor, Judge. Settle him down. Settle him down.
2: Okay. Please, settle yes, down.
0: Please. Okay. I'm still have the floor. I'll
2: hold you in contempt.
0: I'm sorry. Thank you. So, so what it was was when he signed last July. So you're telling the pandemic, to my knowledge, Judge, was not there. July, August, September, October, November. I understand it gets a little chilly, December, January. So I'll give them those two months off. (laughs) And then, you know, February, March, whatever. So there is nine months, nine months of just five times playing golf. Now, to me, I would think that having a membership, like I'm not just going to pay my workout person and have her on the feet and then not use it. To me, that's wasting money. To me, that feels like you don't care that you're just throwing it away, that it's that it's just and it's like so we had a real big talk come out of pandemic. I said, listen, this is in April. I was like, I'm not trying to be the wife like I'm going to take this away. I'm like, but there are free there are courses that you don't have to be a member at that are, you know, you uh, an hour round trip So 30 minutes there 30 minutes back And you know He's, he's like Well it's going to take longer And I'm like I, At that point I don't care You're already gone four hours What's five And I said but, Duly noted No please note that Like I love that Like it's What is another hour When you leave at eight And you come back at twelve Like one o'clock Is n- not any different The kids are napping Or at school So I'm like It's really frustrating When I was like I need you And I'm I like I literally said I need you to golf at least twice a month to make it worth it because if not it's like it just feels disrespectful so then he started to start going and this is where I have another thing with it so he's starting to go more often he's going now the the two times at least a month to his club okay but now he's now paying for somebody else he's paying for one of our neighbors to be a guest and I'm like Michael so now you're paying on top of it. And now I'm just now I'm at like, I'm like, is wait a minute. Like you, you can golf there for f- essentially free. Like you pay $300. So you're paying your, you're not for free, but like you're paying to go twice a month. And that's usually how much a golf is. But now you're now on that two times you go, he's like, well, that's so I can play their course. And I'm like. Play your course. That's why you got like if you want to play their course, then go to their course once a month and then go to the Grand Ole Opry course. And it's like, judge, I'm going to wrap it up. And here's my finishing statement. I just feel like he's not. I feel like there's a different way of going around it where he doesn't need to have this membership because he's not using it. Because of he's now paying uh, this guest that comes with him. He's now, you know, it's about to be winter months again. And I, I'm sick of the, oh, I'm going to use it. And then you say, and then you don't. I'm done. Can I hear your response before he goes, or would you like to wait?
2: Oh, I think the court should recognize Michael Coston before the okay. court makes
1: a decision. Thank you, Your Honor. So <laughs> <laughs> here's the deal Judge Mark. Judge, Your Honor handsome
0: let's hear the excuses
1: it's (laughs) for me okay it you get a little torn right because the stereotype is husband wants to go play golf the wife complains about it taking four hours okay have i ever yes
0: when tell me when
1: uh excuse me sorry uh, sorry sorry Sorry. Sorry. yep okay so you have said that before and so again it's i am torn from a from a a moral standpoint where i'm like man i want to go golf because selfishly i just want to go golf. i love it and at the same time i feel bad if it's happens to fall on a day where the only day i can or that's available is a day that we don't have help or the kids aren't in school and you have the kids and then you know i'm afraid that you're gonna be like really like today you gotta go golf and give me for it and that's my fear secondly the whole pain for a guest is it's a trade-off it's he we have a good time together he belongs to one club i belong to another he even asked me he was like hey how can i pay you i was like honestly i'd like to play your course from time to time too so let's just trade off like when i treat you to mine you treat me to yours it is what it is and so he's like all right that's fine And recently we've been going, uh, alternating every other week for like the last six weeks just because it's, we've been wide open, but that'll stop here soon because we're getting really busy. And when it comes down to it, a a golf membership or something like that is, is one of those expensive for me, the way in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm accepting the fact that we're paying $300 a month. It's something I want to have available for there for me to do when I want to do, when I want to use it. And right now I'm hooked and I want to play all the time. And I could go every day if I could. I'm going Friday, just so you know. She's not listening.
0: I'm not allowed to talk.
1: So it's it's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't... $300. $300 instead of I could go play twice and already cover that if I went public courses here.
0: That's not true. How much is Gaylord?
1: Gaylord is... 85 to 100 depending on the day.
0: Okay. So if you usually you usually go sorry, twice a month.
1: Twice. I've been going more than twice a month.
0: Average is like It's not for average a during a pandemic. Michael, we're not talking about the pandemic. Okay. It's okay. All
2: right. All right. So it sounds to me like this is a situation that's kind of working itself out in the sense that he is going more often and that's your big gripe because in the first year that you're talking about by my math he spent $720 per per round, which is not Exactly cost efficient, but it sounds like it's starting to work itself out because Johnny, I think you're fine with him golfing. You don't mind him leaving for the day. You know, it's good for him. It's a stress release, right? You don't mind that.
0: I, I don't mind that at all. And, but he's only usually going at most three times a month. And so if the Gaylord Opry is only, you know, and that's, that's at most, Mark, that's at most. So, and just think about all the winter months here, cause it's not California, you know, it's not California. It's three. That would be $300. So it's like, why does he need the membership when those there's four to five months that he doesn't even use it at all?
1: Because, no, that's not true. Because here it's still mild. It's fairly mild, and they, okay. they don't cover the greens because of the grass. So I could play because it's decent weather. And I will.
2: I mean, this is hard for me because I don't play golf. It seems like a big waste of time to me. And it seems like a big waste of money to me. And I also don't know your finances because because uh, it would be difficult for me to propose $300 a month for something. Uh, somebody who's obscenely wealthy would have no problem with it. I don't know where you guys fall in the middle there somewhere. So I also don't know what kind of discretionary income we're talking about. What other sacrifices are being made to cover the $300 a month for Mike. Won- I don't I've- like I've-
0: wasting money. Right. And this is when you don't use it, it's wasteful. And I don't like it. I don't care if it's $5. I don't care if it's wasted money. I do not like it i well, work it. i agree
2: with that i go to the gym out of guilt because i'm paying for yes, the membership exactly. I don't go for and, that one and I
0: when you don't use it to what you say it it becomes it's very frustrating i want you to use it for the amount that it is and not have to pay on top of it other people <laughs> because then it's defeating the point of a membership
2: i rule with Jana, I'm sorry, Mike, I do think there is a more cost-effective way for you to still spend the day golfing and having a great time, I think, is that there's a better way to do this than the locked-in cost, even in months or pandemics, that you're not going to be using it much. There, I've ruled.
1: Court is adjourned. $300, well, $300 a month
2: is...
0: Oh, my, don't be defensive. All right, guys, he's ruled. I use, but here's the difference. I bo- use it. I use bottles, it. three bottles. Right. Okay.
1: How much is a wine trip?
0: I use it. A
1: thousand dollars.
0: Okay. I drink it and I use it. If it was just sitting there on the wall, that's a different story. Oh, so if I use if All I right. spend a thousand
1: dollars a month if I spend a thousand dollars a month, it's okay.
0: Mike but we're if would,
2: the w- judge is back. The judge has gone out that door in yeah, the back. Stop. The judge
0: has gone. All right guys, well that was uh, that was fun. Can't wait for next week. Let's see, well, let's see what we can bring Judge Mark next time. I like that idea. This is fun. Maybe he'll rule <laughs> your he way. Won. I'm going to go golfing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where Traditional Medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at Medicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because... It's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert.
5: 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.